Popping y'all, you're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin' family? You're tuned in to another Ask Jazz episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. You know what day it is. You know what time it is. It is time to answer some questions that have been submitted to me throughout the week. You know, every single week you can submit questions via DM, email, whatever, mention on Twitter, and I'm going to answer them here on the show. And I'm really excited to answer these questions. But before I even jump into the questions, you already know that I have to do my little babble spiel. I mean, this is the babbling with jazz show. You know, I, I got a babble. I got a babble. And um, also Bible Breakdown is the second half of this show. It's going to be really good. I already know. Um, but no, seriously, um, I believe that I'm just super duper riled up, man. I'm just really riled up because of this. Let me tell you why. I'm riled up because I, the more that it's hitting me, And the more that God is showing me that we are in a spiritual war, that there is a war going on right now in this very second for our souls. And this war did not just start today. It did not just start yesterday. But this war has been going on since the beginning of time, since the fall of Adam. And I'm realizing how I'm I'm just... I I want everybody to win this war. The battle's already won, but it's some people out here who's operating, who's living like the battle isn't already won. And that just, it just gets me riled up. It really gets me riled up, you guys, because it's like the battle's already won. And God wants to, and this is going to take us to the Bible breakdown segment when I'm talking about the promised land. We're going to get into it later. I ain't going to take you to church just yet. But just know that the battle's already won. So we cannot have Satan out here trying to hoe you. I'm keeping it a buck. Satan is out here deceiving so many people. And I'm not going to lie, act like I'm holier out art than now. There are times in when, yes, Satan be deceiving me. But it's like when you operate out of the spirit, mm, when you operate out the spirit, the Holy Spirit, Let's get into it. When you operate out the Holy Spirit, you see everything for what it is. I mean, y'all, I'm just, I am just so passionate about all of us gearing up, getting ready for war and living our true best lives. Because like I will always say, when you say I want to live my best life, that is when, that is when you become a true threat. And no, don't even get me started when, 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 when God reveals to your identity, When God reveals to you the call on your life, when God reveals to you all the gifts that he's placed on the inside of you and what he plans to do with those gifts, when God begins when he's already, but ordering your steps. Oh, don't even get me started on that. You are a true threat. When you truly start living for the kingdom, when you truly start devoting your life to God and just being like, okay, God, I want to, I want to follow you. I love you. And I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to build this intimate relationship with you. Because I know you love me unconditionally. I cannot find your love anywhere else on this earth. There's no love like the God, the love that God has for you. But you will not know that unless you literally submit to him and let, unless you make time for him. When you obey him, let's get into it. 
So I'm so riled up, y'all. And I was, I wanna, I wanna talk about this really quick before I answer these questions. I was watching the doc. Mm, Lord, should I say it? I gotta operate by the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'ma just say this. I'ma just say this. I w- I'ma just say this. If you follow me on Twitter, you already seen this thread. So that this should be an incentive for you to follow me on Twitter, Jasmine E. Foma. That's my personal, and then follow the Babylon with Jazz Twitter. But I'ma just say this. It's a lot of people who focus on the faults of other people, the, the the bad things that other people bring. But we need to remember, I need for you to remember that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. If I'm over here getting into it with Tamika, because Tamika always talk and mess about me behind my back, she always got some type of attitude towards me when I'm being nothing but nice to her. And she's just gossiping on my name, making up lies, throwing dirt on my name, cursing my name and all this and that. We're not arguing against flesh. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. So me taking it off on Tamika, okay, let's, let's meet outside, sis, because you're talking all this mess on my name. You're talking all about me, right? We, get, we don't like when people talk about us, right? So me, I'm taking all this anger and frustration out on Tamika for what? If we're not fighting, if we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but principalities, principalities, you know what? Principalities, spirits, okay? So before, when we make any specific action in our lives, a spirit is driving us to do those things. It can either be the Holy Spirit. You want to be Holy Spirit driven. That's God's, that's God's spirit. You move it how God moves or You could be enemy driven, fleshly driven, the devil driven. And we have to stop playing around and acting like these demons don't exist, y'all. Demons are real. Demons are real. We are in a spiritual warfare. Not everything that looks good is good. And every single action you make comes with a consequence. So it's very important to be mindful of what action that you take. And believe it or not, some of these actions, and we're going to get into it because I'm going to list, I'm, series are coming. Right now, we're on the Trust the Process series. If you have not watched or listened to Trust the Process Part 1 and Part 2, I'm going to need you to go listen to this right now. We're on the Trust the Process series because we're all on a process. God, I'm not playing around no more, family. We don't have much time to waste. And I'm not just saying that, oh, 2019, we only got six months left. Forget that. The end of the world is coming very soon. I ain't trying to scare nobody, but this is the t- since the end of the world is coming soon, we need to strap up and get ready for this war because now Satan's Satan is fighting harder than ever. Satan is doing so he's he's hiding behind so much, trying to deceive us so much. We have to remember who we plan with. The devil could be using you and you have no clue. Because he he tricks you into it. He makes it look good, smell good, he makes it attractive. But if you don't have the gift, the thing is the gift of discerning spirits. I'm going to talk about this in a later episode, but you want, it's a gift that God gives to all people. First of all, you need to be born with the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because it is your detector. It is your protector. It is your comforter. It is your provider. It gives you, it just senses all the fake from the truth. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the, the, the Spirit of God inside of you to lead you on this walk because we are in a war. I'm not afraid to say it. We're in a war. We got demons coming for our lives, our families, our finances, our mental health. It's no, I'm tired of it. 
And we're we going to be facing this until till we're six feet under. So it's time to stop playing around. Satan hides behind so much, bro. And the thing is, when you have the Holy Spirit, you, God gives, gives you the gift of discerning spirits. You can strengthen the gift and make it more clear. If you, if you, if you are born with the Holy Spirit, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you struggle in that area, I recommend reading 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But discerning spirits, basically, people say, I have the gift of discernment, which is cool. But can you discern that spirit? See, when the Holy Spirit knows what's true and what's fake, you could be smiling in my face. Oh, I love God. Praise God. And this and that. I, I love spreading peace and da, da, da. But the Holy Spirit going to know the truth if you got this whatever spirit is being led by that. Because we have to remember that the, the enemy, the devil, Satan himself, appears like the angel of, of the light. Do you know what that means for that? That means basically that it looks appealing. It looks good. He, he looks like an angel and he, that's how he appears like an angel of the light, but that's how he deceives. That's how he tricks you. He gets you in. So I need you to get the Holy spirit. If you have the Holy spirit, I need you to walk in the Holy spirit y'all. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to cast these demons out. So back to the Tamika example, before I answer these questions, basically it's foolish of me to be fighting over here. Tamika, I need to squat up with the demons that's operating behind her actions. So Tamika, I see that you got the jealousy spirit. I'm not going to come. I'm going. I'm not going to speak and take it out on Tamika physically. I mean, personally, I'm speaking directly to that spirit because I know I'm created in God's image. I know I'm a royal priesthood. You must submit to me. Demons must submit to me. You must obey my commands. But Satan don't want you to know that he doesn't want you to know your identity. He doesn't want you to know that you he must bow down to you. So depression, you must go in the name of Jesus. There's someone who's listening to this. You've been getting tormenting thoughts, questioning your life, questioning your figure, looking at yourself in disgust, not even the, the least thing. The last you haven't even told yourself you loved you in a minute. And every time you look at yourself, you're picking all the you're looking at all the the, the, the imperfections, the flaws. Can't even see the beautiness that's inside of you. And I speak I speak to that deceptive spirit right now in the name of Jesus, you must go in the name of Jesus. You must go. You are beautifully and uniquely, wonderfully made. You are enough. Everything you have is enough. God does not make mistakes. I don't care what you was born with or born without. And that's period. These demons must bow down to us. We are in a spiritual warfare. The battle is already won because thank the Lord for Jesus Christ. I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to say it. Thank the Lord for Jesus Christ. Cause he's the only, he's the one who defeated, he defeated the enemy. And now I got his spirit. So you must bow down to me. Jesus lives inside of me. You must bow down. You must bow down to me. You must submit to me when I say go. And when I say, I send you back to the pit of hell, you must go. You must go. I am a vessel for God. And God defeated you so long ago. You must go. Anxiety, you must go. You must go. Fear, you must go. You must go. And when you truly start walking in this thing, y'all, oh my goodness, the type of boldness. And now I don't even take nothing personal. It's not that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, y'all. I'm. I, you you got to look at the, in the spirit. 
It's a spiritual realm. Everything that's happening in the physical is the manifestation of the spiritual. So if you got an attitude, I'm looking in the spiritual. Okay, something going on in the spiritual. Your demon's irritated. I'm not looking at you like, oh, Tamika, you irritated? No, your demons are irritated. And let me speak into them demons. Okay? That's what it's about, man. So anyways, let's jump into these questions. I ain't going, that's that's the that's my little babble uh, for this Ask Jazz episode. Remember, submit your questions uh, via email, DMs, on the Babbling With Jazz social media sites. Make sure to follow the life coaching business, my life coaching business, trans- transformation life coaching business, Aligned and Fine. That baby is launching next month by the grace of God. Okay, so... So more information about that is coming soon, okay? But let's get into these questions. All right, so first question here is, okay, I'm gonna just read it in the way she typed it, y'all, but I'm sensing some typos here, so my bad. Jazz, how do you learn to trust people again after finding out that your boyfriend of three and a half years has been cheating on you. I feel like no one is exempt at this point and the thought of me ever trusting another human being again is extremely slim to none. Okay, let's reread it again. Jazz, how do you learn to trust people again after finding out that your boyfriend of three and a half years has been cheating on you? I feel like no one is exempt at this point and the thought of me ever trusting another human being again is extremely slim to none. Okay, um, so thank you for submitting your question. Um, this is, I'm gonna just, y'all know I keep it black or white with these answers. Um, so be mindful of that, y'all, too. Not, I'm not speaking personally to you, baby girl, but I'm just talking about people in general. Like, be mindful of that. I, <laughs> I love answering questions, but I'm gonna tell you like it is. It's just my personal opinion as well. But um, I believe that, okay, you were cheated on, which is messed up. Three and a half years is a very long time, all right? But you gonna let that, carry and affect all your relationships did everybody cheat on you I feel like it's unfair it's unfair to say if your best friend a brother or a sister because you you said everyone because nothing is off limits don't let that one foolish mistake or mistakes plural that someone has made affect your relationship with other people because if nobody has given you the the, the 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 reason or the right to to believe that they've been doing you dirty behind your back then you have to have tr- you just have to trust them until the trust is broken i'm keeping it black or white we keep we, we we can't you can't let this this situation affect all your relationships no way especially what if god is now trying to bless you with a new man a man who cares about you who respects you, who is faithful, who's loving, who's kind, and you're pushing him or you're you're so unhealed to the point where you're now accusing him of doing all this cheating and stuff because you were in this long-term relationship when he's been cheating on you. And the thing is, it's unfair. Now, I'm, I'm saying that I learned, this is, you asked me how to learn to trust people again. I feel like for me, Especially if you listen to the trusting the process um, episode to part one, where I talked about how I lost everyone and every I my my trust my trust for somebody was broken, um, but I couldn't let that reflect every relationship because at the end of the day, I'm letting that person still have control over my life. You get what I'm saying? And you have no power over me. And I know this hurts, but that was a blessing that that was revealed to you that he's been cheating on you. Now you know, and now you can move on for bigger and better and especially what more God has for you. 
God has somebody perfectly designed for you, sis. I mean, and it, it, it's foolish for us to keep holding on to people when it's like, God, is this your very best for me? Because I know you want to give me the fullest. You want to give me the, the very best life I could possibly ever experience because you are the creator. Nothing comes before, you know, higher than you. I get the best through you. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that it's accepting what the horrible thing that happened, but also understanding that now my life continues to move on. If, if, if one person particularly breaks my trust, that's between me and them. You broke my trust, but I'm not going to lose my trust with Sally because Jake then broke my trust because Sally has done nothing to me. Have you heard of the um the phrase proven? I mean, innocent until proven guilty. That is how you have to walk around with trust. You can't, you can't be afraid to give people trust off bat. You need to. You really do need to. And if and if you do give them off bat and they break the trust, it's like oh I can't trust you. But holding it back and making somebody work for trust, me personally, I just feel like that's it's just no. I just I'm gonna give you the trust. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt until proven guilty. And that's how it needs to be. Take time and heal from this relationship, um, but don't let this affect your other the other relationships that have been in your life, especially for, for people who's been in your life since day one. I know it's crazy, dang. We've been together for three and a half years. You would have thought all the times y'all done spent together X, X, Y, and Z. If I mean, if he didn't did it, who else? But we cannot act like that. We have to remember proven innocent until proven guilty, sis. Innocent until proven guilty. Take this time and heal and just be thankful for this revelation that God has given you that he exposed this man's true colors and now that you're broken free from that it's a blessing it is a blessing and I hope that that helped you sis all right so guys next question here is is it wrong for me to distance myself from certain people to protect my spiritual growth I have some quote-unquote friends who don't understand that and are trying to paint the picture of me being a bad guy and no lie it's very frustrating one more time is it wrong for me to distance myself from certain people to protect my spiritual growth I have some quote-unquote friends who don't understand that and are trying to paint the picture of me being a bad guy and no lie it's very frustrating you should already know my answer for this number one no my spiritual growth comes before any and everybody to a certain extent not to a no it yes my spiritual growth because for me to truly for me to truly be a good friend daughter sister cousin mother in the future wife (laughs) servant I have to I have to be right spiritually because if I'm not I cannot serve you the way that I need to, the way that God has intended for me to, because I'm not right spiritually. And I think one thing about growing up that I've learned is that, and I wish somebody would have told me this, is that you 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 truly do grow apart from people. And it's nothing personal. It's no bad blood, but it's like, I'm growing spiritually. We're all on different walks. We're all on different journeys. Life happens. And just because we don't talk as much as we used to or whatever it is, maybe God is ordering my steps this one way and God is ordering your steps a whole different way. But God brought us together and connected us for that one season where we, when we were, our steps were aligned. But now it's like, eh, time to part ways. Now I'm taking you to a new, I'm, I'm about to do a new thing in your life. I can keep holding on to that. You know what I mean? So I believe that it's definitely not wrong to distance yourself from certain people. But this is a this is a key trick that I, I tell people. I tell people this. Um, I tell people like, 
even if, say for instance, you see yourself growing spiritually and you're like, okay, wow. And especially when you grow spiritually, if you listen to the true, the truth about your journey episode, when I was explaining a lot of things that happen on your journey that people technically don't typically don't tell you about and how you see a lot. I was emphasizing on that a lot. You see a lot. So the more that you are committed to this journey, and the more that you're obedient to and the more that you are really chasing it, well, chasing after God's heart. And now God is transforming your heart, which is transforming your mind, which is transforming your life. <laughs> you see that? So um, I believe that when you are doing something like that, when, when you are doing that um, and you're noticing and you're seeing that, okay, I used to hang out with Sally Mae. I don't know why I always use Sally Mae, but I used to, I'm, I used to hang out with Sally Mae. I'm growing spiritually and now I'm seeing more. I'm seeing more and I'm chasing after God's own heart and I don't, and I'm falling out of alignment with Sally. I still love her. I love her to death, but I'm falling out of alignment with Sally. But I don't know how to go about the situation. Do I tell her? Do I just distance myself? What do I do? This is what I tell people. Literally, all you have to do is t- talk to God. Okay, God, I'm going to just talk to y'all. I'm going to just literally say it how I would be if this was happening to me and I'm talking to God. This is my me and God's conversation. I right, got So I'm noticing that me and Sally Mae, we were falling out of alignment. I'm, fi- I'm feeling the disconnect. Now, I don't know what my next move needs to be, but I just pray that you just work it out in whichever way sees fit for you, whichever way is in your will. Please like handle the situation for me. When I tell you God is going to do just that, God just needs your permission. God just needs your your participation in what he's doing in your life. That is all what he's asking for. And it hurts God when we are in participation with other things to help us in life. And these things become an idol because an idol has now taken place of where God was supposed to be. You understand what I'm saying? So God just wants your participation. So I don't think, of course, it's definitely not wrong to distance yourself. But I was I, I would even say sometimes you don't even have to consciously think, OK, I have to separate myself from Sally because we're falling apart. We're, I mean, we're, we're getting out of alignment. No, pray, because half the time when you do that, when you just give God the uh, the 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 say so, the go to do what he needs to do in your life. It's going to come together perfectly. Who knows? Sally Mae might move away. Sally Mae might, sometimes it's really outrageous and crazy. She might like just stop talking to you out of nowhere, cut you off. You're like, oh good. Cause I was already falling out of alignment with you anyway. So this is like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect situation. Or Sally Mae may just stop flat out talking to you. Or she might come up to you and have this conversation. You don't know. But I'm saying that People, not everybody's going to understand the elevation and the growth process. Not everyone is going, not everyone is passionate and serious and committed, keyword on that. They're not committed to going deeper, growing on their spiritual journeys and truly living the, 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 the best life that God has promised to them. I feel like for me, this is why I'm so serious and so passionate about following God growing in my spiritual walk and going deeper and I will not settle on any level. I must go deeper no matter what it brings me because I don't want to miss out on the fullness of my life. Yes. I don't want to, I don't want to enter heaven and God shows me like, yeah, you, you know, you had a great life, 
But look at X, Y, and Z I would have given you. Or look at what X, the amount of people, more people that you could have helped. Or look at, look at what I could have provided for you. But you, you, didn't, you didn't choose to go deeper. Or you didn't choose to obey me in this particular season. Or whatever the case may be. And I don't want to miss out on nothing. I'm coming here and I'm reaping every single thing that is in God's will for me. And that's period. I'm not playing about that. And I'm not playing about that for y'all. I'm not. And this is why I created a line and find because we must, we must reap exactly every single thing God has destined for predestined for us since the beginning of time. I'm getting you in alignment with God's perfect will for your life. I want you to truly live your true best life, not what the world says your best life is. People, I'm living my best life, shaking their ass in the club and they come home miserable, but you're living your best life or is it just for the gram? Please let me know which one is it. I want to be truly, I want to truly be living my best life and not putting on no, no, no mask to please the other, please other people or the world or my followers. The whole time when I go to bed, I'm depressed. I feel insecure. I'm, I'm not fulfilled. God forbid that is not my portion and it should not be yours either. So People aren't, not everybody's going to understand. And if they're trying to paint this picture of you that you are this mean, fake person anyway, who cares? Because y'all falling out of alignment anyway. Let people talk what they want to talk. You get what I'm saying? That don't matter. Just let them do what they do. I mean, it, it happens. It literally happens. Just keep pushing. Don't stop going on your spiritual journey and don't let, and don't let, don't let somebody else prolong you from going deeper on your walk. I'm going to just keep it at that. All right? So keep doing what you're doing. Keep seeking God, keep seeking his kingdom. And I promise you, he's going to put people in your life who actually are going to help you on your walk, who are just as serious about your walk as you are. I bet you. And I speak that over your life in in Jesus name. It will happen. God, I pray that it will happen, that you will send people who are in, she's in alignment with Lord God. I pray that you just place people in her life who will help bring out and pull out the things on the inside of her, Lord God, who will help her on her life journey in the name of Jesus. It is so it, it shall be well with you, sis. It shall be well. Okay, last question for today's episode is, hey, Jazz, you're trusting the process part one episode. Sorry. Hey, Jazz, you're trusting the process part one episode spoke my entire life. I'm currently in that exact season in my life. And my question is, how did you forgive someone even though they didn't apologize? I'm trying to find the strength and do that myself. Thanks in advance. Love your show. Aw, thank you. Okay, so let's read it one more time. Hey, Jazz, you're trusting the process. Part one episode spoke my entire life. I'm currently in that exact season in my life. And my question is, how did you forgive someone even though they didn't apologize? I'm trying to find the strength and do that myself. Thanks in advance. Love your show. So that's a good question. Um, So honestly, and I didn't know this at the time, but I'm gonna just say this. I'm, I'm gonna elaborate, but um, I didn't know this at the time, but the truth is that forgiveness is God's like non-negotiable. God don't play that because God forgives us so much and he just does so much. His grace is so sufficient. So for you to hold a grudge or bitterness against the next person is it, just no. Like in Jesus, like it's literally defeating the whole, the whole cause of what Jesus did and the whole, the whole mission and purpose behind, behind Jesus coming back. So, um, but 
anyways though for me personally though real talk um in that situation I just and that's crazy because I was only like 13 14 but I just had to forgive them um and I had to forgive a lot of people but I think let me reread this question I'm sorry I'm not sorry I apologize I'm working on that um I'm currently in the exact same okay you said how do you forgive someone I just had to remember that at that point though at that point in time when everything was going on I mean there was really nothing left to lose I mean everything was already out there literally so for me it was like well I'm just gonna forgive you and especially when I knew the truth because I was in a position where everyone had this false identity placed on me of who they thought I was and it was so far from the truth and me knowing the truth it's like I was kind of like in the mindset of, okay, I forgive you, even though you're not apologizing, you you're, you don't understand or you you don't know the truth, but you think you know the truth and you're talking dirty on my name. I forgive you. I forgive you because you don't know. Like, that's just the type of mental I had. And my ex at the time, um, he uh, apologized. I personally didn't even think it was that sincere. I think it was through a text message. Yeah, it was through a text message. How childish. I mean, I mean it was freshman, but still like, it was through a text message. I wasn't picking up like he was like very serious about it. I think he was just like, I'm sorry about that. Or I'm sorry this happened or this is happening to you or whatever the case may be. And um, I just said, okay, like I did I forgive him before he apologized? No, but I mean, afterwards, I just had to forgive him because it's like it's already out here and. I just, I'm a loving person and I didn't want to hold any grudges. I mean, it would have took so much energy out of me. I would have been so drained, so sad, so burnt out if I just held animosity and bitterness against every single person that was talking bad about me. Cause it was a lot of people. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like it was a couple thousand, thousands of people, real talk. So imagine holding so much bitterness and anger inside of myself because of these people like no I cannot come and kill myself like I will not so I will you you, I just have to forgive you and I think there's true power comes in forgiveness forgiveness remember is for you it's not for the person and it's for you to truly just let go of the situation you ever heard of the situation I mean the phrase let go and let God well that's really what forgiveness is to me just like I'm just letting go of it I'm I'm releasing any type of attachment to the situation or to this person and that's what I had to do. And once I did that, it really helped me on my during that time and that season of my life when I was just going through the process. And I really be looking back on my younger self. And it's kind, it's kind of scary, two parts, because I'm, I'm noticing I'm getting older because the more I try to look back during that time, it's like kind of foggy a little bit. And I'm like, okay, how old am I? <laughs> but it's, I'm realizing that I believe that forgiveness helped me get through that process in that season of my life very more efficiently because imagine if I didn't forgive all those people and I already had people talking so much on dirt on my name and all this and that I just would have been so broken and I don't when I look back during that season I wasn't that broken like I was pretty tough I was pretty strong like I remember crying about it a couple times but I mean did it hurt yes it hurt a lot but I didn't cry a lot and I'm not saying like crying you know shows um your 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 your, uh pain or whatever I mean you could be you could experience pain without crying but for me I wasn't crying I'm typically a crier well not really but you get what I'm saying I'm very in tune with my emotions so I'm a very emotional person I'm not afraid to say it 
having emotions does not make me a weak person. It just makes me human. Um, so when I was noticing that, okay, I was feeling a lot of pain, but I was still just like, it is what it is. That's the type of mindset I had. I mean, what can I do? I can't reverse time. All I can do is make a conscious effort in act in the operate in my present and make a make a a imprint on my future you get what I'm saying everything I'm doing in this present moment is affecting my future the past already happened I can't take that back but what I can do is change how I'm going to respond to this situation so I am just super duper happy and blessed uh I was super I'm super happy and blessed for that situation honestly so just remember though that like Forgiveness is for you. Like when you forgive, you are literally letting go of that situation. You're literally like releasing that situation from having any hold over you and just wishing people, wishing that person love, regardless if they gave you an apology or not, it doesn't even matter. There's some things that I, some horrible things that we've all done. We've all done. No one is perfect. No one is, no one is, uh, has never sinned or has, haven't done a dirty, grimy thing in their life. If you're saying that, I believe, I feel like you're not truly human, truly, because we're all born of the same sinful flesh. So it's like, there's some there's some things that you know we did and God still like just know that we've all done some messed up stuff you yourself have done some messed up stuff and I know oh well he's done it to me or she's done it to me so it, it hits a kind of harder but it's still the same principle we all do messed up things and we just need to forgive each other grow from it and move on and love each other point blank period you know so I hope that helped you and um, yes, guys, so that's all the questions I'm going to answer for this week's Axe Jazz episode. Make sure to send in your questions via email, DM, whatever you need to do. Send in them questions. And then also follow the Babbling with Jazz social media sites as well. I think what I'm going to do is, guys, I'm actually going to start like posting some of the questions that I get. I'm going to post them um, on my Instagram or Facebook pages. And I want us to all join in on the conversations because I really want to know what is your response or what would you answer? How would you answer that question? So I think that would be a really Really cool a little a little cool little twist that we could do to get this conversation started because I want us all to engage in these conversations and start bringing them out in the forefront um in society and stop keeping this on the hush hush this is something that we need to be having conversations I want us all us having on the dinner table and stop acting like it's the elephant in the room like though there may be an elephant in the room discuss it have the conversations and let us all just grow together because there is true freedom and true just peace when we just have these true conversations you know so I loved answering these questions this week um and yeah so let's move on to the bible breakdown because guys I'm really excited for that Welcome to the Bible Breakdown segment here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Now, I am super duper excited for this week's Bible Breakdown segment. I am going to be talking about and pulling from the book of Joshua. Now, a little bit background about Joshua, all right? So if you know who Moses is, um, I said this on last week's or not the week before that, look, past Acts Jazz episode, when I talked about Moses, Moses was the people who delivered the people from out of um, Egypt into the promised land. Um, Moses didn't necessarily make it to the promised land. He died, but Joshua came and basically was appointed after Moses. And he was like a younger guy. Moses was pretty old, mind you. They were walking in the wilderness for 40 years to get to this promised land that God has promised them. And basically Joshua is the one who is walking 
or gets the people now to the promised land. And one thing that I love about Joshua, and I want to just explain about the book is, the book of Joshua explains basically the importance of God's being obedient to God. Point blank simple. My Bible even um, says here um, in this like breakdown before it even opens up to the book of Joshua, but it even says here how Joshua was committed to obeying God and how because of that, and, and basically the book is about obedience and whether conquering enemies or settling the land, God's people were required to do it God's way. Um, and that is a big message to me. Um, basically, God wants you to do things his way and he just wants you to be obedient and how I will always say that your obedience is better than sacrifice and Joshua was so obedient and because of that he got um his people into the promised land the land that God has promised since since Abraham in the very 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 beginning and now not the very very beginning but he promised this to Abraham years ago hundreds of years ago and now And now here they are in this promised land. And when I was reading this earlier, y'all, I got this revelation and I can't believe it took me so long to understand this, but I don't even care. I, I got to stop. I'm just being self-aware. I can't be saying, I can't believe I didn't understand this until now. I think that's the beauty in revelation. It's like that aha moment, <laughs> like that, 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 uh, mean video. <laughs> No, no insiders. Okay. But, um, basically it's like that aha moment, like, Oh, I get it. And I love revelation. So I'm actually blessed regardless. Um, even if it took me all these years to understand what it meant, um, I'm, I'm just happy. Now I get to share it with you all. Um, some people may have known and may have not just whatever, but revelation is revelation, but revel, the, the promised land symbolized, symbolized the promised life the promised life that God has for us. And God wanted to take his people to the promised land. And you know, the crazy thing is Moses, um, before Jeremiah's time, like I told you guys about Moses, um, he was, they were, like I said, it took them 40 years, 40 years they were walking around the wilderness. You know what's so crazy was that this was really supposed to be from, from Egypt to where the promised land was. It was about, it was maybe like about a 13 week, 14 week journey, but it took them 40 years. And you want to know why it was because they were disobedient because they kept worshiping other gods or sinning and doing all this and that just disobeying God blindly in their face. And they knew God was real. They knew God was real because there was the same God that got them freed and, and had them escape from the Egyptians. It was the same God that made, uh, that made Pharaoh let Moses's people go. This was the same God. They knew God, but still during that time, they were just doing things their own way and just doing a whole lot, a whole lot of, which prolonged them from them being in the promised land. And that really stuck out to me. Your disobedience is going to prolong you from reaching and entering the promised land. And this is like I was saying on the, in the first half before I was answering questions was that I must receive and reap my entire inheritance. I must make it to that promised land. I don't want to miss a single thing and I don't want you to miss a single thing, but it doesn't matter how much you want to do it or how much 
money you got or how many connects you got your obedience is only a role that only you can partake in somebody can speak and, and speak so much good into your life and plant all these seeds into your life but are you being obedient to God in his word and the beautiful thing why I love Jeremiah is he was obedient and he got his people into the promised land and I believe like Jeremiah was like the next gen and I really believe that Jeremiah reminds me of this current generation right here the millennial generation and we're going to do we're going to do so much. God has blessed us with so much um, technology. Information is just on our fingertips. It's on the go. I mean, come on. Like my mom, my parents used to always tell me how back in the, like we we're so blessed because back in the day, if they wanted information. They had to go through books and flip through books. It wasn't no computer. It wasn't no Siri. You know what I'm saying? So can you believe how powerful we can be if we usually if we apply all these things that God has given us in this time and age right now to fulfill his work or just to do whatever he needs us to do and I believe that our millennial generation is here going to do so much and I think that is why uh, we're so attacked that our depression rates are higher than ever our um our teenage pregnancy rates are higher than ever. Our suicide rates are higher than ever. I really believe that the enemy is, he he does not want us to truly reap and, and do what it is that we're really supposed to do in this generation. And we're going to change that because it is going to happen in the name of Jesus. We are going to be the, the generational curse breaker. You are the generational curse breaker. You must be the generational curse breaker in your family. I think that personally, I'm going to get back into Bible breakdown. I know I'm babbling, but whatever, it's my show. But one thing that I love, um, see, doing all that just made me lose my thought. One thing that um, I, for, I forgot what I was going to say, but God's going to give it back to me. So it was, yeah, it's okay. It's going to come back. Um, but I just think that us as being millennials, um, oh, I was going to say, I remember, thank you, Lord, was that when it comes to me, uh, my future children, even though I'm not even... Mm, when it comes to my future children, even though I'm not really thinking, I'm not, I don't have necessarily baby fever like people be saying or whatever, but I do know that I will be, I know I'm going to be a mother and I, I don't want to bring a single child into this world knowing that I have not fully defeated um, generational curses that I've closed the doors. I don't want my children to face any of the iniquities that are going to be passed down because God is a just God and that's the universal law. I mean, that's God's law that, um, you know, our iniquities, um, our, our shortcomings or the things that we're, we're the, the type of, the type of battle, internal battle or spiritual battle that we're facing is going to be passed down from generation to generation to generation until one, until, until it's broken, until that curse is stopped, until that one person, you know, repents on behalf of the whole family, turns their ways and just, just come literally comes to God and just literally obeys God and doesn't open the door. And I know that before I, want, I bring a child into this world, world I want I need to make sure that the generational curses are broken and I must break them because my children will not my children will be in the promised land I'm speaking over their lives and I don't even know who they are but um I just I just want us to be thinking in that in that type of in, in that type of space um I think it's a lot of people who are focusing too much on the present moment too much and 
it's, it's, it's people after us and it's people that we're connected to and there is eternity. Um, so I think it's important to look at the longevity of your actions and look at the fruit, what, what seeds that you're planting when you commit an action, because every action that you make is a seed being planted. So what type of harvest are you going to bear? Are you going to bear fruit or are you going to not bear fruit? And the Lord says, you shall know them by their fruit, what they're producing. All right. So obedience 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 in the promised land is the promised life it is the best life you cannot you can you you live in your your life your whole way you're not going to get into the promised land and that is exactly what happened to the million hundreds of people that were following Moses because Moses died and a lot of people didn't die too so the people who are in Jeremiah's time now these are like the the children or the ancestors of the original I mean yeah the original people who was walking with Moses but was disobedient now this is their children and now they they're walking into the promised land and you see that those people there's some people who did not make it to the promised land why because of their disobedience you hear that their disobedience and I think that is the thing inside of me that makes me a God-fearing woman because it's like God I know what your word says and once that, that conviction is real you can't run from it but it's like okay God I know what your word says so if I don't if I'm literally going against your word I'm being disobedient meaning I'm robbing myself of the promised land and I'm robbing myself of of the blessings of, of the opportunity for you to bless me and I'm stepping outside of alignment with my purpose and I think that is why I'm so like God I don't want to go against your word I'm I'm literally afraid of that repercussion um and i know you're forgiving but i just don't want to slip (laughs) so that's just me personally but like i said um i'm pulling from jeremiah and i just want to just talk about I just want to talk about this verse really quick. So I'm reading Jeremiah 1 and it's verse 8. So it says this, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. This is the key to life, guys. One more time, Jeremiah 1 verse 8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Whew, that is a word. If it's not a word, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's definitely a word. Um, I was um, So meditate. Let's read it one more time. Hold on. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Um, always on your lips. Always speaking. Always speaking and always talking about it. The book of the law. Um, and I think... I've noticed that with my growth and my spiritual life that uh, I talk about God way more. And I think when you truly like when you when you and God's relationship is just so like strong and you just are just God shows you the the beauty and getting to know him and him being your best friend and everything, the, him being first in your life, it just shapes, it just shifts everything around you. And you literally get so happy talking about him. And it's like me personally, I'm just very passionate because I want everybody to feel like this. I was not feeling like this when I was drifted away, barely in my word, barely listening to God, barely being obedient, caught up in so much sin, doing life my own way. When I finally was like, okay, God, let me just literally just do life your way and just see what it's like. And I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? Like, why wasn't I so committed to it earlier? Why did I get myself deceived in so many different ways? Because this life is awesome. I feel it's an unexplainable feeling and I need everybody to feel this feeling. And I think we are all in some ways searching for this feeling, but we're searching for it in things of the world that we can 
never find we'll never find that feeling here in this world so I know there's someone who's dealing with like some type of void you're searching for a feeling but I'm here to tell you that that feeling is God himself Jesus Christ himself man you got to accept him into your life into your heart and I promise you bruh whoo your life is going to be popping, bro. Like you got like so much could be going on around you that is so just dysfunctional. But when you have Jesus, oh my goodness, it's just like you're calm and people going to be thinking you crazy. But hey, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. So I ain't even tripping. But um, yeah, y'all. So it says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Mind you, this is from the first Testament. And I'm just here to say that Jesus came to fulfill the law, not to destroy it. So nobody was getting it right, obviously, because people were still sitting. If we go into uh, Isaiah, we go into Jeremiah, we get to the people of Israel, they started worshiping other guys and started basically doing some, some of the things that the ancestors was doing. And Jesus came to fulfill the law. So the law is already fulfilled through him. So when you accept um, Jesus was Christ's death for your life. Um, you, you, you get that spirit, the same spirit that fulfilled the law. So you're going to be walking and fulfilling the law yourself. So that's one cool thing. But I just want to talk about how it says that, um, that you will be prosperous and successful. It says, then you will be. So then it, it when it says, then you will be means that something has to be done first to then get that um, reaction, right? So let's see what said, what was said before then. So it said, keep the book of law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Meditate on it day in and day, day, day and night. Meaning you need to get, get in this word, fill yourself up with this word. This is your spiritual food. This is what your spirit needs day and night. Fill yourself up. If you know that you're struggling in your in your studying in your study um studying life in the Bible in the Word, um, you know, get it together. I'm just gonna keep it black or white. Get the Bible app. There's so many different devotionals, daily devotionals. Practice. Get a daily devotional, um, physical or the one off the Bible app that is free ninety nine. And just put your face in the Word, meditate on it. Just sit and just think about what the Word is saying, and just and just open the book because when you open this book, God is speaking to you. This is God's way of communication to you. It, it really is. And I believe that the more that you do that, what did the Bible even say? Meditate on it day in and day night, day and day. Duh. I keep saying day in and day night. I don't know what I'm saying. Day and night so that you, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. When you put your face in the world, when you familiarize yourself with the word, you're gonna, uh, the word, when you, when you walk into the world, because even though we're not from the world, but we're in it, um, even though we're in the world, but we're not from it, um, we're not a part of it. Um, when you see what's going on, you know, uh, that's not what's in the law. That's not that's not how God moves. That's not how God operates. That's not in God's word. And it's going to steer you from being, you know, from engaging in things of the world that is going to slip you back up from living a prosperous and a successful life. But it's like, how can you live a prosperous and successful life if you don't know what God said, if you don't know what God's word is? And fun fact, the whole Bible, the whole world word is literally a, a manual to living a prosperous and successful life. And it's preparing and it's teaching you, though you're going to get a prosperous and successful life, what everything else is going on around you and the whole state and the condition of this world. But it's giving you your true best life. I promise you. And it's God's way. So you can choose to follow his way in which he wanted Jeremiah to do for these people or, or you can do it your way, but you're not going to live the true fulfillment, the filling, prosperous and successful life of your dreams. You could be successful, quote unquote, or whatever, doing it your way, 
But how? what about eternity, though? Or is it just temporary? Because we know this world is temporary. This life is temporary. But your spirit, mm-mm, that's eternal. And that just be shaking me because it's like, I need my spirit. I, you know, we, our bodies, our physical bodies are just vehicles for our spirit. But our spirit is the, literally the thing that gives it life. And where will your spirit be for eternity? You pick and choose. And I just, me personally, I want I want a prosperous and successful life for eternity. I want to live and experience the, the, the heaven, heaven. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm yes, God has given me heaven on earth, but I want to see what heaven is like, like heaven, heaven, you know? So I believe that um, a lot of people, especially be looking at me like, Jasmine, how are you doing everything that you're doing? And I literally, because like, I literally honestly just started reading my Bible, obeying it, growing my strengthening and investing in my relationship with God. And everything's just started shifting for me. I cannot make this up. I'm not even going to say oh, I'm self-made. I did this. I, I I put myself on. I did. This was all God himself. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. God made so open so many doors for me when I just was just putting my face in his word day and night. And when I was being careful of his commands and making sure that I was obeying them, making sure that I was obedient to what he said. Did it hurt sometimes? Yeah. God, what you mean? I got to give up doing this and that. Why? I like doing it. It hurt. I want to do it. But the more that you pursue him, bro, and that conviction going to grow, you're going to hear his voice. It's just like, okay, God, God don't want me doing this. I'm going to just stop. I, I, God, I give it up to you because you gave your whole entire life for me. So for me to hold on to this thing, I could live without it because you gave your entire life for me. Huh. When you are just obedient to his word, I promise you, you're going to live your true best life. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you what the world tries to tell you. And this is how you live your true best life. And this is how you become prosperous and successful. Test the fruit. Are you, is, is it correlating to what God says in his word? Because I promise you, if it is not, do not be fooled. Do not be fooled and do not be deceived. Every single day, Satan is trying to deceive you every day. Put on your armor, strap up and let's get ready for war. So that's all for um, this week in Jeremiah. Just know that God has a successful and prosperous life waiting for you in the promised land. And he's just waiting for you to be obedient. The promised land, the promised life. He's just waiting for you to be obedient. So how much longer until you can just be obedient and just truly reap the benefits? And you don't want to, don't, don't let living your true best life. I know living your best life is great and a great incentive, but I think the best incentive is to truly understand and form that relationship with your creator on a deep level the one who knows all not just you but knows everybody <laughs> you know so I think if God is on your side who really can be against you so I, I think that we need to just focus on the promised land and remember we're not wrestling and fighting against flesh and blood but principalities all right this is a spiritual warfare are you strapped up are you ready to go if not we got some work to do we got some work to do. But guys, this is it for the X Jazz episode this week. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in to me. I hope this uh, conversation poured into you. If it did, tell me your favorite part. Give me a rating. Um, rate this episode or share with some friends. If it poured into you, it was definitely going to pour into somebody. But share it with somebody. That's the true. I feel like that is true love right there. You don't got to buy nobody nothing. But plant some seeds in somebody else's life, you know. Make sure to follow the social media pages, Babbling With Jazz, on all platforms forms as well as my personal so on instagram i'm jazz j-a-s dot efoma i-f-e-o-m-a yeah go ahead and follow me um and also follow aligned and fine on um instagram 
follow my transformation life coaching um, business that is about to be launching very soon. Um, and I'm really excited. So I got courses, I got events, I got master classes online. Oh, I already said online courses, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and I'm just helping you and I'm coaching you to get in alignment with your true life's purpose and just just getting everything right and really reaping the benefits and getting getting yourself in that promised land, you know, and transforming your minds, transforming your life and overcoming self-sabotage and limiting beliefs and truly walking in your God-given purpose and literally living the best life that God has promised you. It's a faith-based life coaching company because I believe that um, God is the key for real and he's the key to my success. And I just, it's just, it's just foolish. It's just very foolish to try to coach somebody especially on this life thing without God who is life you know who gives life you know so um yeah that's all I have to say about that on that also uh, quick announcement so we hit 300 followers on IG on the babbling with jazz follow um page so I want to do a giveaway but I don't know what I should give away so DM me some stuff or tell me what y'all would want for a giveaway because I really don't know but I did say I've made it in my head that I do want to do a giveaway for 300 followers or maybe I should bump it up to 350 and get a little bit more because now I'm making the announcement so people who aren't following me can now get into it um but Yes, please let me know some things for a giveaway because I really don't know and I really love you guys and I just want to show my appreciation to you guys. Um, And yeah, so I love you guys very, very, very much and I just want to end with this that you can be in the promised land and aka the promised life right now at this very second. God wants to take you and do so much in your life and I don't want you to hold miss out on that and I want you to have the mindset that you are here to experience the fullness of your life and don't be robbed by deceiving things that may look good but at the end may just lead are just going to lead you to death we are in a spiritual warfare don't we're not arguing and fighting against flesh and blood but principalities so it's the spirits and you got to just learn how to just just look at the spiritual meaning that's going on behind the scenes in the physical if somebody got an attitude that's talking out your neck that's the demon I'm, I'm keeping it a buck demons are real and know that demons must submit to you they have no other choice so don't be afraid don't be afraid be bold walk in and confidently know your identity if you do not know who you are in christ i can help you with that um but for now i just need you to be confident in who your god is And God said that the battle's already won. It is finished. So they must submit to you. They must bow down. So don't be losing sleep over these demons. They must submit to you. That's what they want you to do. They want you to feel like you have no power or say so over your situation. But I promise you, you do. Remember, death and life lie in the power of the tongue. All right? I love you guys so much forever and always. I love you. Remember. Stay prayed up, positive vibes only, and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. (laughs) Love you guys.